Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 433 of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am Chris Featherstone here. We are live and living Culligan, funky like a monkey, if you will. I'm so happy to have a great night with you all. Uh, this is fun as always, exciting as always. And we're going to have some fun as we always do here on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, all right. So, look, it's been a crazy, crazy evening. Um, I'm so glad that we were able to, I'm able to just get everything together with you still some kinks, you know, to unravel. Uh, but at the same time, we're having a, a really good time here. At the pancakes, the power Sam show my power run out right before, um, uh, my, my, my power went out. It was, it was, it was crazy. So I was, I was, I have to prepare for two shows every week. Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And you know how it is, Mike. He apologized, uh, during, uh, during the show. I tell all of my, um, all of my guests, no profanity. And, uh, um, uh, you know, he, he, he just wondering and he's like, Oh, oops. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I am, I'm happy that we are, I'm able to, I'm a bit flustered because, uh, my power went out like right before, not, not too far from uh, before the show started. So just a crazy few hours has been going on. And I was like, oh man, I still got to prepare for both shows because I, I have to prepare for two shows every week now to prepare for the unscripted show for Sports Kita. And then right after that, I have to prepare for PMP. So it was, it was crazy. And then Shane was, uh, you know, there were some, some things going on with Shane and had a, uh, he he finally was able to jump on. So, uh, but I'm here with the PNP Nation, and we're having lots of fun. What's going on, Marissa? What's going on, Shane? Queese checking in from Nashville, Tennessee. I love Nashville, Tennessee. I've been uh, I've been in Nashville, Tennessee once. Yes, and I loved it. It was uh it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh yes, I did hear about Rusev and COVID. Uh we are going to be talking about that. Uh we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about extreme rules predictions. Predictions, yes, predictions. Brendan is going well, man. It's going well. It's going well. Thank you, Gabriel. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Elvis is here. He wants to make sure that everybody knows that he's here. Uh, he really <laughs> he wanted to make sure of that. Uh, but, you know, Elvis is a weekly. Elvis uh, is the man. And Elvis uh, is a part of making the PMP show fun every single week. Keith Lee and Big E for the world title. No, I wouldn't say both of them against each other. I think one, I think both of them should be world champion. 
Uh, and within the next within the next year, both of them should win the world title. Or you know what I would do? I would have Big E win it probably SummerSlam of next year, uh, perhaps. No, because I would have Keith Lee win Because I, I wrote an article on Sportskeeda. Uh, Keith Lee, I want Keith Lee to win the whole thing. I want him to win the the Royal Rumble, and I want him to win. I want him to be Brock Lesnar uh, at the Royal Rumble uh, and at, at WrestleMania. I want him to be the WrestleMania. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's what I that's what I want. And I wrote an article about it, and I was so serious about it, and I still am serious. So, uh, a few of those he- a few of these headlines are already here. So this is what we'll do. This is what we'll do. Um, we we're going to kind of freestyle it tonight, uh, as far as the PNP Nation. Uh, just have some fun, some ask Chris questions. It's just me tonight. My boy Evan Tech Prout uh, is not feeling well. He will be here next week. So we're going to do some ask Chris questions. We're going to do some headline stuff. We're going to do a fans' choice headlines. I'm going to scrap the uh, the the programming except for you know, of course, the sections. So we're still going to have the uh, uh, the flavor of the week uh, as far as you know what. As a matter of fact, I want to have I want to have you guys pick the flavor of the week. Uh, the patron the patron members, you know, you get first dibs on uh, choosing the flavor of the week. Uh, go there, patreoncom slash pancakes and power slams. You get first dibs on choosing the flavor of the week topics. Um. Yeah, we're going to just, I'm just, we're going to freestyle it tonight for the most part. You know, it's kind of like a structured freestyle. So we're going to do some Ask Chris questions, uh, stream rules predictions at the end, Raw and SmackDown uh, review, of course. And then, um, yeah, yeah, you guys choose the Flavor of the Week question when it's time for the Flavor of the Week. And so we're going to do a, uh, just a just a headline, just a freestyle headlines. I like it. I think I think that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna freestyle the headlines tonight, and uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun because there's a couple I already saw that I was gonna talk about. So, um, so that's awesome. Uh, PMP Nation, what else y'all doing? What else y'all at? What else y'all at? Um, <laughs> yes, Desmond. So, so you know, this is Pancakes and Power Sam. This is the 433rd show. Uh, of PMP. So as of this is the third week, as of uh, three weeks ago, um, Sports Kita actually. Um, okay, so Pancakes of Power Sam's is my baby. It's 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 my my empire. So it's two hours. So Sports Kita actually um, gave me a pretty pretty nice deal to because every week I have a uh, an interview. So the first quarter of my show the first half hour so what they did was they brought me back i was there a few years back uh, as a feature columnist so basically i'm a senior analyst there now so i write articles and i edit and i um they uh, we had a nice nice agreement a nice lucrative agreement to actually take my interviews to sports kita and we have coined our own name that I came up with. I'm still bringing, I'm still the one bringing in the uh, the names every week, uh, contacting the people, bringing the names every week. And so uh, the first quarter of Pancakes and Power Slams has now been, it's been bought by Sports Kita. And now that is 
Sports Kita's Unscripted with Chris Featherstone. So that is the interview portion of PNP. It has now been um has now been shifted over to Sports Kita at 11 o'clock every week. So 11 to 1 is PNP, but 11 to 11:30 now is sports it's unscripted and then 11:30 to 1 is is PNP. So that's that's how it goes. Gabriel's asking, what are my thoughts on the state of impact right now? Ask me that question after Saturday. Hmm. Right now, uh, I just haven't really, there's just not so much in impact wrestling right now that has kept my interest uh, for a long time, honestly. Now, if, if you want some just good action, impacts you know the way to go um i'm just I, I just wasn't a fan of tessa blanchard being the champ and that that pushed me off uh really um i've always been a fan of moose though so i mean it's like there's some people in there that you know that i'm, I'm pulling for i'm still buddies with the, a few people that are in impact i'm still cool with uh some some backstage talent some backstage names so you know and I'm glad it's an alternative brand too. I mean, if, if if Impact didn't exist, you wouldn't have the tease of all the other people going there. You know, come anniversary. If Impact didn't exist, that wouldn't even be a thing. And not all of them was going to just do a mass exodus to AEW. So it's good that Impact is around, actually. So I definitely give them kudos for that. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I want Lee to win the Rumble and beat Brock. Yep. That's uh, like I said, I wrote an article about that. I want him to win the Rumble and to beat Brock at WrestleMania. Uh, Ronnie, no, I, I don't want this. Uh, I want Big E to turn full on evil heel, beat up everyone, even Kofi, and then call, uh, call him out Lesnar, loser leaves WWE. See, Lesnar does not need to be a babyface, he does not need to be any type of underdog. Uh, Lesnar is good right now as a heel, a heel is what he needs to stay. Because right now it's WWE desperately needs to put people over, and Lesnar being a heel is the way to go with that for sure. Uh, Big E doesn't need to turn heel. He's a, he's a baby face by nature. He he's a lovable character. Uh, he has that Ricky Steamboat type of quality to him. Like there's no need for him to turn him heel. He's been heel before. It was it, it, it flatlined. His last heel run was just flat. So. Um, I mean, you know, he's just a fun loving guy. The announcements, people love Big E. So strike while the iron's hot. You know, there's no need to no need to make him heal. And the thing is, the new day is going in as uh, a unit. So no need to turn him face. I mean, no need to turn him heel. Because what you do is you there's no need to split the new day either. Like you can have different singles runs and still be a unit, still be the new day. Uh, you know, the NWO, you know, what I mean, like Hogan Hall and Nash initially, they weren't, uh, you know, they were all together, but at the same time, it's not like they were doing trios matches all the time. They were distinct characters. And so you can still be a part of the New Day. I mean, although Hogan, Hall and Nash were still the outsiders, they were still distinct characters. And so it's not necessary to always be in tag matches uh, for the New Day. So, you know, I'd be totally fine with uh, Big E being champ, Kofi and Xavier being tag champs, or Xavier 
being a U.S. title, I still I still would like to see an, a, a singles run with Xavier. Xavier having like a U.S. title and Kofi and Big E being a part of the tag team or all do singles. I mean, like it's not necessary for them to break up in order to have a good singles or tag run. Um, Alonso's asking who should Keith Lee lose to NXT North American title to? He doesn't need two belts, even though he deserves it. I think he should keep the two belts for a while, but I'd be cool with him losing the North American championship to Karrion Cross. Certainly. Um, yes, Antoine, this is my guy, fellow patron member here. So Antoine, you get to pick the uh, flavor of the week topic for today, actually. Um, what else I got? I got some good, good stuff as always on the PNP Nation. Absolutely, always. Aaron, Aaron agrees. WWE needs to put people over and have faith in them. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Mike is asking on a scale of one to ten, how boring is Jewish WWE champ right now? See, here's the thing, man. Um, uh, Tom and Jimmy cut a pretty, pretty dope promo on Moose a few weeks back on Impact. Yeah, I heard about that. Somebody said something about that. I think it was Bully. Yeah, I think it was Bully Ray that said something about that on Busted Open Radio. Um, I heard it was good. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna check that out. Um, uh, on a scale from one to ten, how boring is Drew as WWE champ right now? Okay, um. And I've said this on the show, like I drew is in my top five easily in my top five right now, uh, period. Big, big fan of Drew. Uh, he's been on the show before. Uh, we've, we've, we've talked uh, a bunch of times. He's a super nice dude. Just I, I'm fully behind the Drew machine for sure. Um, no fault of his own. I just think that He's a baby face, and I'm totally fine with him being a baby face. I just don't think a baby face should be champ at this time. And I still stand by that because we're seeing it with the numbers. It's nothing to do with with nothing to do with uh Drew McIntyre. I'm totally cool with the countdown, the Claymore. I'm I'm fine with all that. Um I think that the fact that they're having him as a baby face run through heels is very it makes no sense to me. Zero sense to me. You're running through Rollins' show, which shows a baby face again now. Rollins' show, Lashley, uh, about to be Ziggler. So you're just running through these gamut of names, um, you know, uh, over the past few months, you know, three months since you've been champ. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. Why would a baby face be champ right now during COVID when you have little to no people in the arena? The, the the money is in the chase. The intrigue is in the chase. With the heel, with the baby face chasing the championship, that will cause more intrigue as far as television is concerned. When you have a baby face as champ, there's no chase and you don't have the momentum of the, the energy of the crowd to, to, to make the, the moment look cool and feel cool. That's the good thing. That's the thing about baby faces being champs. You have your Hogan's, your Warriors, your Stings. Uh, you have those larger than life baby face characters. And what helps them 
keep their title run relevant is fans. So when a baby faces champ, they should be champ because they're defying the odds. The fans are, come, uh, you know, getting behind them. They're, you know, when Austin was champ, Austin was champ because, you know, one one an awesome thing about Austin being Austin being champ was he defied the odds, and that and he got he got uh, uh, backing from the fans. He got that fan support as the underdog uh, anti-hero, so to speak. Drew McIntyre needs to be chased, and that's what really got him into becoming becoming a babyface was the, was the fans. The fans actually turned him over because he was doing some things that were cool, and because of that, the fans turned him over to a babyface, which I th- which I'm totally cool with. But it doesn't make any sense at all to me that a babyface is keeping the title during this time. I, I wrote I wrote an article. Bobby Lashley should be champ. Allow him to be champ until Survivor Series. I think Survivor Series in November, I think that's a good gauge of when we'll start getting at least a, a, a few hundred, a couple hundred, a few hundred people back into arenas, like having a really nice full sale field. So it at least, I'd imagine, project, projecting those numbers. And I think, you know, four months from now is a good gauge of saying, okay, we're going to have Lashley keep the title until Survivor Series, uh, and, and and that's when he'll you know he'll win. I said you know my goal is I mean my projection is that Bobby Lashley should beat Drew McIntyre at SummerSlam, and as people start to trickle back in, as hopefully and perfectly cases reduce. Good news, uh, you know uh, that was recorded uh, recently within the past few days. New York, who's been hit by COVID the most, actually had a day. Uh, where they reported no COVID deaths. So hopefully that's a good sign. That's a good kind of um, kind of barometer of where we're heading as far as the reduction. Uh, we're still at 0.5% last time I checked, which was about last week. And so um, that's a, still a very low number as far as uh, the, the ratio is concerned, the case to death ratio. Most of the reports are most case, case, case. We're not really they're not really talking about depth, depth, depth as much. We're talking about case, case, case. Um, and so my hope is that with these numbers, with this pattern, um, we'll start having people back in by, uh, you know, Survivor Series, which is four months. So what you do is you have lastly beat uh, uh, Lesnar. I mean, yeah, you have lastly beat uh, McIntyre, not because of anything to do with McIntyre, but because. You need a baby. You need a heel to be champ right now. You need a baby face to champ. You need that cliffhanger. You need that. We've got to go one at a time. We need that Tony Schiavone, Crow Sting back in '97, Monday Nitro. Sting comes down the Raptors and points his bat to the whole NWO. The crowd goes wild because the 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 the, the heroes here to save the day. You need that type of feel, and the fans will do that. But you need the intrigue as well. It was very intriguing. That Nitro had the best cliffhangers in the whole wide world. You would have Tony Giovanni saying that, and it, I loved Nitro. Um, the the you know the Monday Night Wars time Nitro for you know two thousand. Yeah, I'll say about it like from ninety. 
six to 99 was a really good nitro era to me. 95 was still, eh, it was okay. It was, I mean, it didn't start until September 95 anyways, but 96 to 99 was just, was a really good nitro era to me. Uh, let's see. What else we got? PMP Nation. Um, hashtag Axe Chris. Those are the ones that stands out. Like Kyle's here. Would Ziggler get, uh, getting a cheap heel win and becoming champ really be a bad thing, Drew, with the chip on his shoulder is better than what we uh, he is now? No. There's... You know, Drew, I, I said this before. Drew is in a fantastic fantastic talent fantastic talent um but i see i mean it, it would it would demote the championship so much in this in this i mean so you talk about record low numbers and breaking records with ratings and and drew was champ and people wanted drew to be champ and if they're doing so bad with drew i mean just think about Dolph Ziggler being booked to handle this COVID situation as champ? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely not. No way. No way. No way. Um, that would be a disaster. Alonzo's uh, asking, what about Bronny's babyface champ right now? Do you feel the same by him as you do? Not so much because, because, Braun, because Braun, I still think a heel should be champ. But at least with Brondo, he's still playing an underdog role. His he's playing an underdog role to Bray, so he's still having that chase type of feel to him. So it's not as bad as Drew because Drew is just and and he should be looking dominant. That's the thing. Drew should be looking dominant. So it's a it's a, it's a it's a catch twenty two. You know what I mean? Because Drew should be looking absolutely dominant. I totally agree with that. But at the same time, Drew should be chasing, you know. I mean, and uh, it, it is, it is, it's a catch 22. Um, what else we got? Ask Chris, I was hoping Taz was going to announce he's managing Tessa. Thoughts on the FTW belt, only non championship belt over. Uh, in my opinion, Mendel Bill. Yeah, I, you know, I was a huge ECW fan, and the FTW Championship was amazing. And it's it's funny because that was over 20 years ago when FTW Championship uh, uh, debuted, and a lot of the current, like it looks like the 24 seven Championship, like that. That's that's the pretty cool part of it. Like it's, it you know, it, it has that type of structure to the 24 seven Championship. So, and I, and I think it's cool. I, I think it's, I think it's cool. I think the problem is that I think it goes to show, I think it's pretty clear that Moxley's going to keep the title, which I think Cage should be champ. Um, But I mean, I, I think it's a good secondary championship. It looks, it looks way better than a TNT championship. I mean, way better than a TNT championship. So, if they defend it, I'm cool with it. I mean, right now you have uh, a pretty—I mean, you have a pretty loaded roster. So I think uh, the FTW Championship is kind of like, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like the U.S. Championship in a sense. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I would, I would make it as—I'll make it a shade over, but I would make it more of a hardcore championship, though. 
And so I think in prestige, it looks better. Uh, but what you should do is I think you should have kind of, kind of a hardcore championship type of look to it, but not it always be sanctioned hardcore matches, but more of a hardcore feel to it. I think the FCW championship should be the resident hardcore championship for AEW. So you like, I think, I think Darby Allen would be a fantastic FTW championship because it has that ECW hardcore feel to it. And I think the, the uh the Darby Allens, the Joey Janellas, you know, uh when Jimmy Havoc when he comes back, those type of feel to it, I think that would be cool, you know, for like that type of hardcore division would be pretty pretty cool, I think. Um uh, and Brian Cage is definitely a good uh person to have that uh, initially. So I'm I'm definitely cool with that. Remind me of the East, uh, remind me of the extreme rules predictions. I will probably forget <laughs> because I, because I don't really care about it. Um, there you go. Trivia. What team defeated Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane to win the WWE tag team championships at extreme rules, 2013. Which team defeated Daniel Bryan and Kane to win the WWE Tag Team Championship at Extreme Rules 2013? All right. Um, what else you got? Hashtag X Chris. Uh, I do see my dude Dez. Uh, do you think Braun will drop the title to the Fiend at SummerSlam? Yes, I do. It seems like Braun will have to go through all the phases of Bray. Yeah, I think you, I think the Fiend will take it. I think uh, I think a. I think eventually we'll see Fiend and Bray. So I think Fiend will beat uh, Braun at at SummerSlam, and then he'll probably keep it until he'll probably keep it until probably Royal Rumble Mania. Uh, we might we might see Reigns and and Fiend at Mania. We were supposed to see it this year at Mania, but I, I was totally fine with Reigns and and and. Bray and, and Goldberg. It was much more of a marquee match than Reigns and Bray was going to be. Um. So yeah, I, to me, honestly, for for the Rumble, I mean, for the for Mania, I'm still not sold on on Reigns and Bray. I'm still not sold on it uh, as a Mania match. Uh, if it was, if I had it my way, it would be uh, Rock beating Rain, Rock beating Bray at the rumble uh and winning the title and then reigns beating rock for the title uh for the universal championship at uh at mania i mean you you got to go all the way out you got to have that big marquee feel to it so i'd be totally fine and and reigns and rock doesn't have to be for a title by the way i i'd be totally cool if it wasn't for a championship but i i think the championship brings more of an element to it but if it wasn't for the championship I'll, I'll be fine with that. I, I want to see Reigns and Rock at Mania. I think that that has a much more marquee feel to it than um, than Reigns and, and, and Bray. I, that 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 doesn't have a big marquee feel to it to me. Again, uh, hashtag Axe Chris. Uh, I do see this one though, David. What about Tessa Blanchard coming? In? Welcome, to, welcome David to the uh, PMP Nation, y'all. Welcome David to the show. Looks like he's a first timer. 
So we uh we we give our you know PMP Nation we're a family here. So every time we see a first timer, we give our first timer some love. So welcome David to the PMP Nation family. Uh, what about Tessa coming in? Everybody, what's your thoughts? Or any other first timers? Uh, let me know so we can show you some love. What about Tessa Blanchard coming in? Everybody, what's your thoughts with everything going with her? Should she be getting a second chance this quick? Um, I think Tessa should go to AW because her father's in AW. Um, I think she needs. Uh, I think she needs to stay humble and be in NXT for a while. I'll be totally cool with Tessa, you know, being in NXT for a while. I would make her a heel. I, I like the idea of Tessa versus Rhea Ripley. Um. I really like that idea. Actually, I would make Tessa a heel, um, like a dominant heel. And I think I would be, I'll be on board with, uh, Tessa Ripley, uh, no paths yet, you know, no paths cross. I'd be cool with Tessa winning the title, uh, late in the year, probably the takeover before survivor series, Tessa winning the, the, the title, and then her being a dominant heel and Tessa versus Rhea Ripley uh, at, at uh, TakeOver Mania weekend for the for the title. Tessa, Tessa and Rhea Ripley is my is my match, my woman's NXT match for uh, for the TakeOver before Mania. Um, what else we got? Hashtag ask Chris. Gabriel's asking, uh, I was first. Uh, did you see the new WWE made of Eddie Guerrero? WWE made of it. Uh, clarify that a little bit for, more for me. Uh, I was Sasha's my girl, says Gabriel. But do you think WWE shouldn't have all the women's title and just two women, assuming Sasha wins on Sunday? See, I don't think she's going to win. That's a spoiler alert for my predictions. I think Asa's going to win. She better win because. Finally, they had an opportunity. They're having an opportunity to make her like a, a thing again, and they should capitalize on that 100%. So she should 100% do that. Don't have her win. Uh, on Pillman against Pillman Jr. See, Pillman Jr. is a good person to defend the FTW championship. And I think, uh, I think AEW Dark's a good place to defend that title too. I, I'm cool with that. Totally. Um, and to and to hone into your question a little bit more, uh, yes, good job, Mo. Good job, Desmond. The shield is the correct answer. Um, that is correct. Let me get this out of here. Uh, next, CM Punk competed against Chris Jericho in a blank. What type of match at Extreme Rules 2012? Um, what else we got? Marissa's asking, what do I look forward to the most Extreme Rules this Sunday? Nothing. <laughs> I am I, I I really if I had to pick something, I think Sasha Oscar's gonna be a good match. Uh, perhaps the theatrics of Bray and and Braun. I mean, 
I mean, they're talking about a swamp match, so I, you know, I would hope that they were going to have some type of something. Last time we saw something like that was the Y family against the New Day, and uh, it was like, eh. it, it definitely looked like a uh, ultimate deletion or final deletion uh, ripoff. So hopefully that doesn't have that feel. Uh, what else we got? Hashtag ask Chris. Oh, the Undertaker chapters are fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Love them. Love them. Absolutely. What Cena contract expired? Brennan's asking, do I see Cena focusing on acting? Do I see him as a few more years? And oh, he's been focused on acting for a while. I mean, he's been a part timer for the past couple of years now. Uh, you know, uh, 18, I was, you know, I was at 34 in New Orleans and they both really were part, you know, him and Taker were part-timers at that point. So he's, he's Hollywood, man. Seeing this Hollywood. So, uh, I'll see more. I'll see a few more appearances. I, I, I think he'll do several appearances for the years and maybe even focusing on the match just like he did with, with Wyatt, you know what I mean? To, to put him over. But anything else? No, nah, man. He's he's Hollywood. He's Hollywood. Hollywood. Um. Yep. Good job, guys. Chicago street fight. Chicago street fight. Chicago street fight. Very good. Very good. Very good. Great job, everybody. We'll have more. Uh, We'll have more trivia, time permitting. Shane is asking, I've lost all hope in WWE. To me, the writing is terrible. There are wasting talents such as Andrade, Aleister Black, etc. Do I see hope on WWE returning to greatness? Okay. Let's first start off with when was the last time WWE was great? Oh my goodness. I've watched I've watched professional wrestling since the mid-80s. WWE was great in the mid-80s, the late 80s because of the larger and live characters. WWE was great. New Gen. I liked New Gen. That was more of the the Bret Hart Undertaker. Uh, early Undertaker. Bret Hart. Uh Flair Run. That was a good that was a good spot. Although they had a bunch of corny characters. 90, like going into the beginning of Raw was New Gen 2. So New Gen was until, you know, the Monday Night Wars. Oh, I'd say probably until about like 90, uh, 96, 95 is when New Gen ended. And maybe the Monday Night Wars. Attitude Era was, um, I still think it was overrated, but it was good. I think top level, I've said this before, I think top level was really good, but mid-card level. Decent, the D-Lows, 
the Val Venuses, eh. Six Pac, eh. Jericho going from back and forth, eh. Eddie Guerrero test. Those were good mid carters. Um, so Attitude Era was decent. I think uh, I didn't like the booking when it came to Hot Shot, the championships. I think it was too, I think the raunchiness was just over the top. I think that the hot shotting the titles, like I said, was too much. Uh, sometimes the characters were just too way off, like dust, uh, like the artist formerly known as Gold Dust and all that. And, eh, you know, all that was uh, so it really had its it had its good and it had its bad. I think people think of Attitude Era as, you know, the GOAT because of the Monday Night Wars and because of Austin Rock and Taker and Foley and Triple H and, you know, star-studded for sure. Um, but there was a lot of bad things about the Attitude Era, too, that, was, that people oftentimes look over uh, because of the star power that was on the top. So I'll say it's overrated in that sense. Uh, I was a big uh, ruthless aggressor, ruthless aggression fan. Uh, you know, Ra, uh, Randy Orton, uh, Cena, and uh, Batista. That was the class of 2002, and Brock. Those those four were, were the class of 2002. Going from developmental to main roster. Uh, that's probably the best. Well, it's one of the best class years in pro wrestling history, for sure. And that was during Ruthless Aggression. Angle became really uh, his own as far as a, uh, a solid standalone main eventer during Ruthless Aggression. Edge became his own during Ruthless Aggression. Um, Jericho continued to hone his character during Ruthless Aggression. And by Ruthless Aggression, I'm, I'm talking post uh uh, post war, so I would say probably I would say two thousand. You know, of course, two thousand two June to the two, June two thousand two episode of of Raw uh, after the split. You know, uh, uh, what was it Vince McMahon cut the promo with all the wrestlers? You know, you got to have ruthless, ruthless aggression, and then Cena on the the following SmackDown. You know, he that's when he had the, his moment against Angle. So that was two uh, two thousand two. So two thousand two. To about 2000, I would say 2002 to about 2006 or seven was solid. Um, and then I, I don't know, I, I think heavily emphasizing Cena during RA, the latter part of RA, RA was, was not very good because it was like. It was like super Cena, and I was uh, I didn't I didn't like it at all. Good questions, guys. Uh, so, any hope to WWE returning greatness? My hope is when they push people like Keith Lee and Bianca Belair to the moon. I think that's the thing. You have to push these people to the moon. You have to push them to the moon. I mean, that's how is that? When has that not worked? As far as developing a big star, I mean, if you think about, it, let's let's go through let's go through the list here. Hogan um, had a few years when he came to WWE in '83. Within 
weeks, you know, he was world champ beating, um, beating uh, Iron Sheik. So dude was shot up to the moon uh, and was beating hardly ever lost. Um, that was, that was huge and became a megastar. Um, Flair, he lost a lot, but at the same time, he was still heavily pushed title after title after title after title was still had that main event flair to him, main event feel to him. He was still heavily pushed regardless of not being champ. He was still heavily pushed and he was a heel. So he's supposed to lose. So he made people look good losing. And that's, that's a really good heel. You get, you get all the heat, you pass the heat on, you make the baby face look good. That is a tried and true heel. That's why Ric Flair is the greatest heel of all time. And so he was over ultimate warrior pushed to the moon, uh, hall of famer because of that Goldberg pushed to the moon. I mean, it's like Austin, you know I mean? Yes. He had his ringmaster gimmick, but when he ca- became stone cold, the push be- kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. The WrestleMania with Bret Hart helped. And then when he was Austin push, push, push I mean, his win loss record was very, uh, uh, lopsided, <laughs> lopsided taker, you know, within uh, a year of, of debuting became champion. So, I mean, uh, Kurt Angle within a year, like he, he debuted uh, what uh, Survivor Series of 99. And that was November of uh, 99 and October of 2000, he became world champ. So that's how you build stars. You push them to the moon and that's, and that's, that's how you do it. But we got all this 50-50 booking. You don't know who's who or who's what. So it's like that you push, you make stars by having dominant heels and putting over baby faces. Right now, the two people that WWE should be focusing on, you have ready-made talent. You have two names, ready-made talent. You have Keith Lee. You have Bianca Belair. Those two names should be primed and ready. You should be strapping the rockets on them right now. I just talked to Barry Horowitz on the phone today. You should be <laughs> patting on the back, getting that, uh, getting those rockets strapped up, ready to go. Those two names should be pushed to the moon. You should have Keith Lee and Bianca Belair as two of the biggest baby faces in all of WWE, period. They both are super charismatic, super over. When you when Bianca Belair, I mean, she's a total package. You you, you want to see, uh, you want to see her like she's one of those type of people that will make you turn your head and watch the the product. If you're if you're super bored and doing something, she has the music, she has the twirl, she skips to the ring, she's super athletic, she has really good mic work, <laughs> and, and she's. The total package, total package. Keith Lee, work on, he needs to work on his promo a bit. But as far as athleticism, charisma, total, you know, he, he's got it all. Minus the promo. I, I, I would I sharpen the promo up uh, a bit. I think that still has to be developed. But, I mean, those are the two names. If you want to make WWE great again, you push baby faces to the moon like you did Austin, like you did Rock. And... Like you did take her. 
And what you do is you make Keith Lee and Bianca Belair both win the Royal Rumbles. And then you have Keith Lee versus Brock. You have Bianca Belair versus Charlotte. I would have Charlotte Flair be the champ because you want to you want to heal or Shayna Baszler even. Um, although Shayna Baszler is just not her presence on the main roster is boo boo. It's just straight up boo boo, straight up boo boo. Um, so I don't think she's a good enough heel to uh, to be. To, to really make Bianca go over. I think Charlotte Fair, you don't even go here. Uh <laughs> that that would be really good uh to to do that. That would be really funny. So Mania, if you want to make stars, if you want to make WWE great again, at WrestleMania, you have Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar, Bianca Belair versus um um Charlotte Flair, and you can even have, um, see, you can you can do a Drew. See, uh, see, I, I predicted Drew Orton uh, at Mania. So my Mania would be Keith Lee versus you. You have your Roman Rock. I think that would be good. Roman Rock. You have Roman Rock. You have Keith Lee and Brock. You have Bianca and Charlotte, and you have uh, Drew and Randy Orton. Um, you're making, you just, you just made all those stars there. And I would be a big, a huge fan of that. That's how, that's how you make it great again. You, you make people look big, larger than life. Yes. Chris said, boo, boo, hashtag boo, boo, <laughs> hashtag boo, boo. Um, Oh, absolutely. See, and that was the one, and that, and that was one of the things that really put him on the map as far as, you know, like he was super over. I'm glad WWE gave him that opportunity too, uh, for sure. Uh, see, I don't want him, I don't want him to be the next Mark Henry because Mark Henry was good, but Mark Henry, see, the thing is, people, a lot of times people, and we see this a lot historically. A lot of times people push up people's legacy uh, and we we tend to gloss over all of the bad things. <laughs> There's a lot of bad things that, that has gone on in, in one's legacy. Mark Henry, again, I, I, I was a huge proponent of Mark Henry, but the dude got jobbed a whole lot. Uh, Throughout his career, yes, he has some peaks, but I mean, dude, I mean, you remember when they he was a part of the team Apple with the uh, Santino and oh gosh, I don't even remember who else was a part of that Apple uh, faction. Uh, I'm gonna find out. It was the one of the stupidest things of all time. Um, of allied people powered by loathing everything you stand for. Daniel Bryan, Evan Bourne, Santino Morella, and a uh, strawberry-dressed Mark Henry that just was a – it was horrible. Uh, it was April 11th of 2011. Absolutely terrible. 
uh that and he was teaming up with mvp that was that was that had potential but that was like man and then you know he was uh they had him uh with ryback feuding with ryback and he actually beat ryback in wrestlemania and then that led to nowhere and then um jobbing out uh over the past the latter part of his career super jobbing out um I mean, there was a lot of parts of Mark Henry's career that just wasn't good. Uh, again, I, I was totally—I I love the fact that they were pushing him, but WWE shafted him a lot. Uh, last scene's last singles match was February 13, thousand seventeen. Got destroyed by uh, Braun Strowman. He's probably Andre and the Greatest Battle Royal, but uh, beats he beat Titus. He beats. Uh, they won, and then the, uh, him and the Golden Truth beat the Shining Stars. Uh, yeah, Rusev. I remember Rusev beat him up. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking at his. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Sheamus was losing against Sheamus. Lost to Big E. Um, yeah, I mean it was, it, it was really it was teaming up with Darren Young for a while, Jack Swagger, just random teams. I mean he wasn't he wasn't booked as a main eventer uh, for a lot. I mean the the final part of the years of his career. I'm looking at his his uh, match his match list, and for a while, for years, number of years, he wasn't really booked as. I mean. 2015 lost to Rusev in less than five minutes. Uh, lost to King Barrett in Stardust when he was teaming up with R Truth. You know, so it's for years that I mean he he wasn't really booked a, as a as a huge main event name. So yeah, I want Keith Lee to be a star. Like I want him to be a bona fide staple main event star. Like I want him to be a mega star. Uh, Mark Henry as for uh, totally deserves being a Hall of Fame, but Mark Henry was never a megastar. Keith Lee should be that for sure. Um, no, Shana, Shano NXT was good. Shano main roster is boo boo, boo. <laughs> um. Hall of Pain, Hall of Pain, Mark Henry was the best. Yeah. But that wasn't very long. Um, yes. Yes, indeed. Saved his legacy for sure. Sam and Color retirement promo was very good, but it led to him losing against Cena. I mean, so again, it, it didn't lead, it didn't lead to anything. I mean, you know, uh, what do you say? You think you can beat me? I got a lot left in the tank. Uh, you think it was that easy? I got a lot left in the tank, and so that was great. One of the, one of his biggest, you know, times. A lot of it's all funny that that promo. I, I I saw it coming. A lot of people thought it was. I was like, yeah, I bet you he's going to turn on him because it just came off from nowhere. It's just kind of weird. Um. So yeah, so yeah, it was it was it was odd. Uh, but all that to lose to Cena. So. 
still. It was still he still wasn't known as a huge name. All right, let's get into some uh some headlines. Let's get into some headlines. Uh I see some 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 headlines. So type in hashtag headlines. I'll I'll do three headlines and talk about the actually I'll do a few. I'll do a few couple of them of what the headlines of things that are co- going on right now. So do hashtag headlines and uh we will talk about them. So now for the new headlines, here we go. All right, hashtag headlines. Then we'll get into some flavor of the week. Um, Justin, no, I don't. Th- Justin, you're a first timer. Uh, welcome, Justin. If he, you're a first timer. You know, I'm giving the first timer some love. Cassidy versus Jericho. That's a good one. Uh, it was good, but it it, it it was a bad main event to opposite Keith Lee versus Adam Cole. I mean, you know, it it was decent. There was some. It was a good match. I, I don't. I think there was some some Cassidyisms that that didn't really st- still kind of reeled him back into a, a gimmicky character. So. Uh, <laughs> you don't do a retirement speech in Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right, hashtag headlines. Oh, James, that's a good question. Uh, do you see the Radicals ever, ever getting WWE Hall of Fame? Never because of Big Wild. Do you see Nancy Moonwalk getting Hall of Fame one day? A uh, good question, James. Uh, Radicals, nope. Uh, Guerrero's already in there. Um, I don't see Saturn, maybe Malenko, but I don't see Saturn going, and I don't see, uh, don't see Chris going. Nancy was actually a, um, a flavor of the week topic we had a long time ago when I interviewed Conan. Uh, when I read Conan, um, I the show that I think the show that I interviewed Conan. The Pancakes and Power Sam's episode that, that I interviewed Conan, I think I talked about Nancy Benoit and the Hall of Fame. I think she should go in the Hall of Fame. I'm, I, I'm not confident that she will be. All right, headlines. Uh, Brendan, Sonny arrested again. Yeah. So she's arrested and incarcerated. Uh, you know, she has some controversial treat, tweets going on uh, a, a while ago uh, during the um, the BLM stuff. And, you know, she she... Got a lot of backlash by it, uh, behind it, and man, I mean, she is a <laughs> she. She she kind of she decided to uh, try to clean it up, but the damage was done at that time, so. I mean, she needs some divine intervention, man. You know, you know me as a strong Christian. I will gladly uh, uh, minister to her uh, via some podcast or some type of intervention show that I do. Uh, But man, uh, my prayers go out to Sunny for sure because she she stays in acting up for sure. 
Unfortunately, very unfortunate. Uh, let's see what other headlines we got. Hashtag headlines. Brian, Robert Stone tease adding Molina to a stable. Do you see her coming back? Um, I like Molina and Aaliyah uh, as a as a duo. I, I like that. Um, I like Robert Stone's gimmick. I think they should make him less uh, kind of slapsticky. Um, when he first came with with um, Chelsea Green, I, I think that was a good call. I think that made Chelsea Green look good. He should kind of go back to that. Now I understand that they're bringing character to him, but you know he's like a whipping boy now, and I don't, I don't think Robbie E should be that. Um, so I think he should bring a few more people to his brand. I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with that. Future of uh, Sasha and Bailey. Uh, what was the headline for that? I mean, am I, am I missing the headline for that? Uh, of what's going on current events? Uh, I think the I think the future of Sasha and Bailey is a, a eventual match, but not quite sure. Helping bring the mask to WWE. Uh, I think that's a good call, especially with all these COVID uh, deaths. I mean, uh, COVID cases. Thank God we haven't seen, uh, we haven't heard of any reported deaths. And Kayla Braxton had it twice. (laughs) Yikes. And uh, Renee announced that she's fully recovered from it. Thank God. Uh, One other hashtag headline. Slimiversary debuts. Uh, I mean, from what I can imagine, I, I mean, all the video, uh, if 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 it's legit, I mean, I, I would hope they won't false advertise. Although they advertise Spud and Spud and, and uh, he's in NXT now. Granted, <laughs> it, it might have been a petty thing for WWE because essentially you may have seen <laughs> Impact Impact's advertising of Spud. May have actually got him a job <laughs> of, of resigning his contract uh, because he was advertised for same anniversary. Him, uh, EC3 was in that video. Anderson and Gallows was in that video. Uh, Mike Bennett was in that video. So, and then the Bulgarian flag. But I don't think uh, I don't think Rusev would be there unless. You know, he's fibbing about COVID, but, you know, I know that Lana's mother and father has it, but he did say on his Twitch that he he absolutely has COVID. So that would jack any type of debut up. Um, they definitely won't have him debuting and interacting with people with COVID. So either that was a red herring, which wouldn't be good. Uh, why would he say that he has COVID as a red herring? For same anniversary, that wouldn't be a good way to. That wouldn't be good at all, actually. So if he does, I mean that if he was supposed to be in same anniversary, that kind of jacks that up. Um, you know the jury's still out on that. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not sold on Evil was a main eventer right now. I mean. He wasn't even, I mean, I know he turned on LIJ, joined the Bullet Club. 
I I'm not sold, man. I, I'm not sold. To me, evil doesn't. Evil's not a main event like huge name. If anything, they should have given it to uh um Kenta. Uh Kenta should have been because you I mean you have people turn and join the bullet club. And then where they at, you know, and then and then what? I mean, you had uh, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Switchblade, uh, Jay White. Uh, you had him uh, join. You had uh, uh, Kenta join. You know, you're having all these people join the Bullet Club, and then you have Evil join. You know, uh, and then him be champ. I think, I think Kenta should have been champ uh, when. In, both titles or, you know, Jay White. Although I'm not, I like Jay White as a heel, but I don't know. I'm just, to me, it just, he, he just not, he, he doesn't have that oozing type of feel to him to be like, Ooh, heel, you know, like I, he's like that, that, what were I looking for? Like that, that panache, you know? So I don't know. He, he doesn't, um, uh, I, I think he's a good heel. Um, I think he's a good heel, but, but I don't know. Um, what else? Oop, hold on. Yeah, I'm looking for Panache. Let's see what else? Confidence of Styler Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That panache. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's a good word. That's a good word. Um so as far as like a as far as like a big heel. Uh, like if I had a choice of who would have been champ, yeah, Kenta. If not Kenta, uh, maybe like uh Maybe Rusev, maybe Rusev debuting in New Japan. Although he lives in Tennessee, so I, I, I don't see him unless he traveled back and forth. And, and you know, you're not really traveling nowadays, so it would have to really be someone in Japan. So that that kind of does limit the, uh, the the choices. I'm talking about as far as a big heel. Yeah, Kenton. That's really the only person I can think of. I mean, yes, Jay White, I guess. But yeah, I think Kent is the way to go. Um, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> the more I think about it, Kenta. Uh, all right, headlines, headlines. What else? What else? What else? We got. What else? Um. Yeah, I, I agree, Desmond. I think Switchblade has his moments. I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, I agree. I agree. I agree, Mike. Oh, praying, praying for your sister, brother-in-law, and three cousins, uh, Alma. Speedy recovery. This is a good headline. Uh, possible breakup between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Mickey James may join Alexa again. Uh, I like, I like Bliss and Nikki, um, Mickey James joining Alexa 
bless. I mean, uh, Mickey James should be retired. She should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, her playing second fiddle to uh, to Mickey to Alexa Bliss is stupid, absolutely stupid. Uh, according to Rooster, social media is pretty much done with wrestling. Focus on his Twitch and YouTube channels. Well, you can't, you know. I doubt that he's going to make a ton of money doing that. He could. YouTube is definitely a good platform to make a bunch of money, but he's going to miss it. Uh, all right. Headlines. What else we got? Matt, Matt Hardy concern for Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I, I think I think Jeff Hardy's storyline should be a WrestleMania storyline. I think if you're going to make it something, make it something. Like, make it something that people can really get behind and and uh, you know, and make it a thing. I would say like Jeff Hardy versus someone who can. Yeah, I, I would set it up. I, I would. I, I like Jeff Hardy versus Bray. Like that would be super nice. You know what? And I'll be even cool with you know if Bray won the title. If Bray won the title. I would be cool with one more Jeff Hardy title run. I would be cool with Bray winning the championship from, from Braun. And then you have Hardy versus Bray down the line, like after Royal Rumble um, on SmackDown, you know, because I think if you're going to do this, do it right and make it like three months and put a lot of effort into this thing. And at the end of the at the end of it, because this is real stuff, man. Like Jeff Hardy, like he's had multiple DUIs. He's, of course, we know what happened in TNA with Sting against Sting. And so this is a real thing to him. You can't make this very trivial. You can't make it makes it's stupid. I mean, I work I work in behavioral health. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a mental health specialist. I deal with people who have have these issues on the daily and it, it hit home it hits home to me because I, I i provide therapy to these people and so i think it's stupid if you're going to do it i, I get you know blurring the lines of it I, I get pushing the envelope i understand that it's 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 uh you know choreographed it's predetermined it's it's, it's comic book come to life i get all that I, and i'm cool with it but I think, but you you want to send a message uh, to people who are recovering alcoholics that you can get through this thing, and I would I like I would have really made this a big thing. I, like, I'm totally cool with Jeff Hardy versus Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania, and this this. Uh, alcohol recovery redemption story leads to Hardy beating Bray for the title at WrestleMania and and being Universal Champion. So, I mean, I think that I got a pretty stacked WrestleMania card that's pretty super dope. So, I've got Hardy versus The Fiend for the Universal title. For the WWE Championship, I have Keith Lee versus Brock. Uh, For the Women's Championship for Raw, I have um, Bianca Belair versus uh, Charlotte Flair. Uh, you also have Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, um, and Reigns versus Rock. Book them, book them, book them. 
what else? Is NWA shutting down while Town's going on the promotions? That's that's interesting that you uh, said that. I talked to a very close NWA name today, a, a, a very close NWA source today. Um, Backst, uh, very big backstage name, and um, he said, um, "There's no update on when the new season starts for NWA, and he doesn't even know if there'll be another one." So, there's your exclusive uh, when it comes to NWA. So this is a very, a very Reliable NWA source um, gave me that information today. Um, all right. Cool, cool, cool. So we got Extreme Rules predictions real quick, and then we'll do uh, Moe's Flavor of the Week. Actually, real quick, Raw and SmackDown grades. Raw and SmackDown grades. Do, uh, do that really quick. And then... Um, no, 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 Willow. Like you need to do it for real. Like you need to, you need to do Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy for sure. Um, like full on, like make it Jeff Hardy. Let's let's see the the essential Jeff Hardy. Don't give me no gimmicks. Don't give me no nothing. Like let's see the raw Jeff Hardy. Like go through this thing and make it a real storyline, have Bray get all, like all up in his psyche, have the fiend do that. Address, like, like the fiend can be like the demons in his head that are trying to lure him to go back. And then, you know, you know, do like play the heck out of this thing. Have, have Jeff beat the fiend at, at WrestleMania for the title. Um, Thanks, Marissa, for, for coming through, as always. Um, See, so yeah, again, I don't, I don't want Willow. I want Will. He can bring Willow back after Mania, for sure. <laughs> Terrible shows across the board. Raw, C, SmackDown, F. Um. What else I got? C plus D minus for Alonzo. What else you got? Big guy. The big the big guy. Man, you're stacked and jacked over there, the big guy. Um Raw D minus SmackDown D. Raw C minus SmackDown C plus AJ at Mania. Uh, okay, so I already have a stacked card. AJ's on the SmackDown brand. Mm, I think you can do an AJ Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental title. That would be a, a solid, solid match there for sure. Um, what else we got? C uh, and C minus. 
Cool. All right. Uh, flavor of the week. What we got? What we got, Mo? What's the flavor of the week topic? What's the flavor of the week topic? Um. All right, real quick, David. Headlines: Do you think FTR is going to AEW for a couple months? Hey, they got heat in the locker room for not signing contracts. According to our podcast, you blame them for talking, taking control of their careers. No, I don't blame them at all. Not, not one bit. You're not going to be subject to, you know, they're saying we're not going to be subject to, to uh, being controlled by any promotion. And uh, mad respect to them for that, for sure. Um. All right. All right, cool. So we already we got our flavor of the week topic by Mo. And join that Patreon, and you'll be able to pick your flavor of the week topics and future references. So, without further ado, let's do this. Let's make sure that I get this together. All right, let's do this. Flavor of the week. Here we go. It is now time for the flavor of the week. Okay, so according to Mo, um, who do I think? Who do you think is going to TNA? Who do you think is going to TNA? So. I think EC3 is going to be there. I think um, Anderson and Gallows. I think Mike Bennett. I think all of them are coming back to come on the same anniversary. Um, so I don't know if Maria comes with Mike Bennett. Although Mike Bennett's run in TNA was boo-boo. It was boo-boo. I did not like the miracle gimmick at all. It was just, it was bad. It was a bad gimmick. Uh, EC3 was was big. Eli Drake. Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, you know, Eli Drake for sure. I like, I like, I like, San, I like Santos Escobar and his uh, Legada de Adel uh, Fantasma group. I like it. It's a good way to, uh, uh, it's a good way to do to 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 make something out of Joe Joe King Wild or DJ Z and Raul Mendoza. I mean, that's a good way because both of them were just floundering, floundering, and uh, that's a good way to put them in a stable. I, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I think it's a good way to really push the cruiserweight division because you have a really strong heel heel with Santos Escobar. Uh, all right, so here we go. EC3, Eric Young, Anderson, and Gallows, Mike and Maria. Yes, I do believe Zach Ryder. He teased it uh, last week. Yeah, I did hear. I did hear they're teasing aces and eights again. So uh, Ken Anderson. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like during his debut. Sure, I liked his music too, but. I mean, the miracle gimmick was this. Boo, boo. It was boo, boo, for sure. Um, 
Arabian Prince wants Yuko and TNA. Yeah. Cool. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so slam anniversaries this weekend. And let's do some predictions. Uh, Hugh Slater. I think you mean Hugh Slater. Maria and her husband, a.k.a. Mike Bennett. <laughs> I'm not sure about Hugh Slater. I mean, you know, that guy's he's got he's 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 green. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of work to do. <laughs> he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of work to do, man. That uh that Hugh Slater. Uh be sure to sort of, you know, give that Hugh Slater guy some 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 love. All right, so we're we're gonna do the uh, extreme rules, um, extreme rules uh, predictions. So let me bring up the card real quick. Good, good uh, flavor of the week, Mo. Uh, let's see. All right, so Apollo versus MVP. Apollo's going to win. I think maybe you'll have Lashley end up winning that. But, again, Lashley should beat Drew at SummerSlam. Simple as that. He, he should he should beat Drew at McIntyre at SummerSlam. McIntyre should get it back. Uh, I wrote this on Sports Kita. This is how the rest of the year should be. Drew uh, loses to... Uh, lastly at SummerSlam, Drew gets it back um, at Survivor Series. Um, Drew gets it back at Survivor Series. Lesnar comes back the Raw after Survivor Series and, you know, challenges Drew. He beats Drew at Royal Rumble. Keith Lee wins the Royal Rumble. Keith Lee challenges Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship at Mania. Keith Lee wins the WWE Championship at Mania. I can definitely see this, Shane. I can definitely see EC3 winning the Impact Championship for sure. He de- he definitely has a lot a lot a ton of talent, and it looks in great shape now. I'm glad you know great uh, transformation there. Um. But his gimmick, his miracle gimmick was just really bad. I mean, I, I liked the um, and ROH was really good with uh, the. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, that's gonna bug me. What was their? What was their? Uh, the kingdom, the kingdom, <laughs> the kingdom. Uh, their their ROH gimmick. The kingdom. Uh, he was really good in the kingdom. Uh, all right, so Mysterio and Rollins eye for an eye match. I think uh, Rollins. I think this is a way to uh, uh, write Mysterio off. Uh, I think you know because he's not even under contract as far as last time I heard. So I think it's a way to uh, to write him off. Uh, I think Strowman beats Wyatt uh, this time. I think ba- Bailey beats Nikki Cross. I think Oscar beats Sasha Banks. Or as uh, Tony Atlas would say, Shasha Bank. 
And Drew McIntyre, of course, beats Dolph Ziggler. Man, I just don't do it, WWE. Don't, uh, don't, don't do it. Don't make your. Don't just don't. <laughs> don't uh, make the decision to totally ruin what's already going downhill. Like just as much as I like Dolph Ziggler as a uh, as a talent. If you really have him running the flagship show with the numbers that you're that you're having now, you've officially told me that you've officially told me and the rest of the pro wrestling world that you don't give two craps about <laughs> what's going on right now. Uh, Shane, uh, totally buzz killed this whole good show by saying out a spoiler for your WrestleMania. Remember is WWE. Keith Lee wins a mania and then Otis casting on him and wins the title. Absolutely not. That's not going to happen. Like I said, I think Otis is going to use the title, the, the cash in briefcase for Mandy for her, for his peach. I think Mandy Rose will be champion. And even Mandy Rose may be Bailey or Sasha or whoever. Uh, I think Mandy Rose would eventually be champ. Uh, I think I think Dominic turns on Ray Justin. I think he turns on Ray. Uh, I said this before. I actually wrote an article about a month ago. Uh, Dominic will turn on um, Ray Mysterio. Definitely think that that is the case. PNP Nation is still a lit chat room, man. It's 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 fantastic. I had a wonderful show tonight. Uh, shout out to all the first timers for joining the PNP Nation. We have a great time, a fun show every single week. Uh, it's been fun. It's been absolutely fun as it is. As always, you guys are awesome. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Be sure to subscribe to the Pancakes and Power Slams YouTube channel. Uh, just type in, type in pancakes and power slams, type, type in pancakes and power slams, YouTube, and, uh, subscribe to that. All right. Been fun. Check out my interviews every week. Uh, we got, I got, I got a huge confirmation, huge confirmation of who's going to be, uh, my guest next week. So, uh, be sure to follow at Chris prolific. To see who the guest is going to be for next week for my Q and A for the Sports Key that's uh, unscripted, so check that out. It's going to be fun. I, I re- I'm really digging this uh, dual show. I'm really digging the unscripted in PNP. Y'all know y'all my family. You know I have the best time over here at PNP. It has been eight years straight, 433 episodes. Period. Um. Yeah, yeah, I charge them for swear words. I, I should do that. This would be funny, especially since I, I tell again, I tell everybody, every I don't care who you are. I've, I've said this to Goldberg, I've said this to Booker T, I've said this to I've interviewed 12 W Hall of Famers Ricky Steamboat, Rikishi, Teddy Long, Bushwhacker Luke. Uh, I can't think of all the Hall of Famers that I've interviewed, but I interviewed 12 of them. Every single person I've said. My show is PG. No profanity, please. Every I don't care who you are. Uh, and I told everybody, um, no profanity. I don't care if you're Goldberg. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, you don't use profanity on my show. And so they slip it. And so 
Shane, uh, I said, no, no profanity. And so he started throwing S-bombs out there, uh, and uh, he apologized. Uh, but uh, Shane's cool, though. Yes, yes, DDP. I, yeah, I told, yeah. Oh, thanks, Mike. Yeah, uh, um, DDP uh, is an Hall of Famer I interviewed as well. Twice he's been on the show, actually. Um, but yeah, so Shane is a super cool dude, man. But he was, he, he kept he kept doing it. And he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, during the show. So I appreciate him doing that. So it was fun. Uh, thanks, thanks, Ryan. I, I appreciate your love, man. Yeah, uh, I actually wrote for Sports Kita about two, uh, 2016. I was a featured columnist there, and an uh, interesting story. I was at Wrestling Inc. and uh, got an opportunity at uh, for Sports Kita. Good paying job, good paying opportunity. I left Wrestling Inc. Um, and then got to sports Kita, wrote about a hundred articles for them. I wrote a bunch for them. And then I left sports Kita because I got an opportunity at wrestling Inc. again. Um, and so I left sports Kita. It was an amicable departure and that was 2017. I left. And then I stayed with Wrestling Inc. for another two years, left Wrestling Inc., uh, as y'all know, uh, back in uh, 2019, August, I believe it was, September, somewhere, somewhere around there. Um, and uh, then after that, Fan Buzz, Fan Buzz, well, I was already at Fan Buzz. Fanbuzz treated me. Uh, Fanbuzz was a great company, right? For uh, they, yeah, they, they, they totally, they, they, they were great to write, write for. Uh, their their structure in WWE, like writing, got different. So uh, my my tenure ended with them, but they were they were great. They paid for my WrestleMania trip, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, it was great. Fan bus was fantastic. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the floor seat, I managed my own, uh, from the ground up. I got an opportunity, uh, to run my own site, uh, from the ground up. And, uh, it, it got six figure viewers, uh, monthly viewers in a matter of months. Uh, I, I pulled on JTG to write some columns for me. I pulled on Marty Elias to write some columns for me. Uh, pulled on some exclusives that was reported that were reported. So yeah, it was it was great, man. I end up uh, that was a really good challenge, but it was really fun to manage my own site and go from zero to uh, I think it was around three hundred thousand monthly viewers. So it was it was cool, man. It was it was super super duper cool. Had some big wigs right for me. Um, but yeah, that that got too. I, I was just I was working on my dissertation. It just got way too busy, uh, way too busy, man. So, um, well, you can always give me a shout out, Alonzo. It's so it's so funny. I just talked to Raj today, actually. Yeah, me and Raj are still cool. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I just talked to him today. Him and I texted back and forth. 
because uh, I, I every now and then I, I uh, catch the uh, podcast. Uh, I'm just so busy. I, I'll, I'll check the podcast out every now and then, and uh, I check the previous one uh, out. I forgot which one it was, but I think it was. I think it was raw. I think it was the raw one. And uh, I, I'm a mark. I'm a mark for theme songs. A mark for theme songs. And uh, so I texted him, <clears throat> gave him some encouragement because he said he was going through some stuff. And, uh, I texted him and uh, uh, we were going back and forth on. Uh, I told him he should have said something about the Sting gimmick, about about Sting's theme song, and he was asking me which one. And he was telling me like his thoughts on uh which thing which thing's theme song was was good and his 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 thoughts on that. So it was pretty cool. I told him, yeah, my crow sting, he should have gave some love. I said he should have gave some love to Jericho, uh, Sting, and the Midnight Express. And so that was that was pretty cool. Uh yes, yes indeed. Uh you know, here's the thing with Sports Kita, uh three million followers. Uh, on Facebook and I have to give my peeps some love at wrestling rumors. Uh, so I was at wrestling rumors years ago and then came back to wrestling rumors uh, the end of last year. And uh, you know, wrestling rumors gang sp- uh, shout out to Heidi um, wrestling rumors. I mean, it's like, this is my home away from home, man. Like they, uh, she just gives me uh, all the freedom in the world to to do whatever and say whatever. And what well, she's fantastic. So, uh, big shout out to Wrestling Rumors, uh, where the where this Facebook page is, and uh, huge shout out to Wrestling Rumors, guys. So, matter of fact, uh, just just do it. Just give Wrestling Rumors like after after the show just just uh post on the timeline you know just give wrestling rumors some love and say we appreciate you heidi we appreciate you all the writing staff and all that we we appreciate all of you at wrestling rumors awesome stuff got a nearly half million viewers good stuff wrestling rumors i'm still at digital spy do still doing some freelancing there too uh i interviewed Eric Bischoff a few months back for Digital Spy. I interviewed Nick Aldis for Digital Spy. I interviewed uh, my Pancakes and Power Sims interview from Goldberg was written on Digital Spy. Uh, I wrote a, uh, a, a TV journalism, um, racial uh, media t- TV article for Digital Spy. It was, it was great stuff. Cool. I know I don't. I don't, Mike. I don't know who that is. I, you know, I can find out. I can find out, but I don't want to, I don't want to mess his or her gig up. And I think, I think the, the mystery is the, the fun, the fun part of it. Yeah. 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 The mystery part of it. Yeah. But, uh, give me some love over there. Uh, Lonzo, man. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun working over there, man. It's cool peeps. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Go back and watch some of the, uh, the episodes with, uh, with, with me on them. It was fun. I should do that too. I haven't, I haven't seen them in, in a long time. So, all right, I got to roll y'all. Uh, it's been fun. It's been super fun. Uh, appreciate all the small talk at the end. <laughs> I was supposed to be ended like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, no, I don't Gabriel. I don't, I, I've heard of their stuff. I don't think I've ever listened to it. Maybe a few times. Um, but no, I don't, I don't ever. I've never heard of them. I have heard of them, but I've never listened to their stuff. Um, but yeah, but yeah, this is this this small talk's fun. 
Uh, Mo agrees. Uh, I appreciate the small talk at the end. Uh, yes, I am. In a, in a few weeks, I'll be a doctor. Absolutely. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'm about to become a doctor for psychology. I'm on a waiting game. I'm only waiting for one review. I'm just sitting here waiting. They said, I will let you know by July 23rd. And then we'll, and then after that, I'll be scheduling for the uh, oral presentation. And after that, I will be a doctor, ladies and gentlemen. So that's a good that's a good, uh, way to end the show. Actually, Raj, speaking of Raj, he congratulated me for being a, a doctor, a soon-to-be doctor. He said that's awesome. He congratulated me. So that was great stuff. All right, everybody, enjoy your night. Uh, until next week, this is 433 episodes in the books. Until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless and always remember, I do it for you. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.